This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Amir Saleh and Hani Balkis. Welcome back to Pulse 95. It is me, Hani Balkis, and Omnia Saleh bringing you Future Talk, the show where we tell you about everything that's going on in the digital world. And let's talk about the UAE right now because we're seeing how a medics have performed robot surgery for the first time at a hospital right here in the UAE. Yes, indeed. It is definitely one exciting day to celebrate such a great accomplishment in the healthcare industry. But coming up on Future Talk as well, we're going to be telling you all about Microsoft releasing a deep fake detection tool. Now, we've definitely seen deep fakes take a new look in the past few years and they've definitely They were used in the US election, Omnia. Yeah, and they to were spread fake news. Absolutely. And they were confusing a lot of people. But now, ahead of the new US elections, this tool has been released and we're definitely excited to tell you all about it. And for our Tech This Out segment, we're talking about how a disability activist has called out the viral hashtag, which is the new teacher prank trend on TikTok, TikTok and they're calling it harmful and hurtful. We're going to get into that in a bit. Yes, indeed. People of determination have definitely risen up to fight for this activist and we're going to be telling you all about it. But coming up on Future Talk as well, we're going to be speaking about a different form of technology, one that has been introduced in different schools right here in the UAE and it's a self-disinfecting material for classrooms, desks and chairs. We're going to be speaking to Elise Tarvin, who is the Chief Operating Officer at Isco Interior a Finnish company that has been introducing this technology right here in the UAE. Lots and lots is going to be coming up on Future Talk. So keep Pulse 95 locked and we'll be right back. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE and around the world. Big news were happening right here in the UAE because medics at the UAE's largest hospital have conducted robotic surgery for the very first time yesterday. Yes, Omnia. And actually, you and I have talked about it a lot in the recent weeks and the recent years in general mm. about how soon enough remote control robots will be performing surgeries and there's a lot of benefits into it. But let's get started talking about the story. Now, this is happening right here in the UAE in Abu Dhabi, the capital of the UAE. And just like Omnia said, this is the UAE's largest hospital and they have conducted robotic surgery for the first time. Now the team at Sheikh Shahboot Medical City did perform a pyeloplasty on a young Emirati patient that had been suffering from a blockage of the tube, which is the uterer that carries urine from the kidneys all the way to the bladder. Yes, indeed. So this robot was actually able to restore normal kidney drainage in this patient. But let's talk a little bit about how using robotic surgery has been putting the healthcare industry at a pedestal mm. in comparison to simply using doctors. Because the instruments that were used in this robotic surgery was giving the surgeons a much better picture on what's going on in the human body. So they had magnified 3D high-definition vision. Uh, the doctors were actually a lot more comfortable using the instruments and they had easier access to different areas that would have been very difficult to reach if we were using the conventional methods. Yes, Somnia, and like we talked about, robot surgery actually allows medics to work remotely using a very small, precise instrument attached to these robotic arms. And Omnia, again, 
precise mm-hmm. and small. We have to pay attention to the details here because obviously when you have, uh, I think it's, the, it's the, uh, the kidneys and the bladder, you know, they're very small tubes, tiny tubes. So you have to be very delicate with them. And what better than a steady arm like a robotic arm? Yes, indeed. And the patient's surgery actually went very smoothly. So for those of you who are wondering how they're feeling right after the surgery, they had great pain control and the patient was actually walking the day after the operation and he was discharged home the following day. Now, robot surgery allows all of those medics to work remotely using very small, precise instruments that are attached to the robotic arm. So that means you could have a doctor, let's say in the U.S., performing a surgery right here in the UAE and this will allow these doctors that are specialized in certain uh, form of surgeries to be able to help as many patients as possible with the least amount of traveling. Yes, I mean, now you don't have to fly in a top surgeon right here when you can just have a robotic arm with a remote control or remotely, remotely use that robotic arm mm-hmm. and perform that surgery. Now, we've been seeing robot-assisted surgery is increasingly used in advanced hospitals, and a lot of case studies and evidence does suggest it can be less invasive and improve recovery time, believe it or not. Yes, indeed. So who doesn't want a surgery with the least amount of recovery time? I mean, we could all dream of that, but this has definitely become a reality right here in the UAE. But let's move on to talk a little bit about deepfake detection and who is the pioneer behind the deepfake detection tool other than Microsoft? Yes, I mean, Microsoft has released a deepfake detection tool ahead of the U.S. election. Now, the U.S. election is set, I think it's November to October. It is set to start the U.S. election. Now, they've been seeing a lot of deep fakes in the past when President Obama was president. And there, were, and there was an election going on. And the number one target area was Facebook, Omnia. Mm-hmm. And in tally, Facebook is banning any election promotions or promoting the U.S. election a couple of months more. I think a couple of weeks prior or before uh, the U.S. election to stop spreading fake news or to influence the U.S. election because Obviously, I mean, with uh, with Facebook as a big social media platform, mm-hmm. you're going to have people who are influenced from posts, and a lot of people are influenced from social media. That's why Omni and I always tell you, fact check, fact <laughs> check, fact check. But now, deepfakes are so complicated and so complex now that someone can take a video of me right now, Omnia, record it, and put something in my mouth saying that. I don't know, but they can say something that I did not say. They can put words on your tongue, so you yes. can you can no longer trust what you see. You actually have to make sure that this video is real and not a deep fake. Now, for those of you who don't know, deep fakes have long altered videos, and as you mentioned, Annie, they have put words on the tongues of many words that people have never said. But Microsoft is releasing a new technology to fight all those deep fakes that can definitely be used mm. to spread false information. The tool that they're launching is called the Microsoft Video Authenticator. And just like its name suggests, it's basically going to be analyzing videos and photos, and it will give a score that will indicate what is the chances that this video has been manipulated. So just like you would do with a test, you get a score on how true is your answer. You're going to get a score out of Microsoft on how real is this video. Yes, Omnia. And talking about uh, deep fakes. There was a video circulating, I believe it was two or three years ago, yeah. of ex president, ex US president Barack jo- Obama, not Barack Obama, JFK, John F. Kennedy. No, I haven't seen And that we're one. talking about the 70s, mm. it's footage, footage from the 70s. So this technology is so advanced, the deep fakes, that they can manipulate a, seven, a classic video 
And with the voice and with everything, even though this president has been pe- dead and he's been deceased, mm. they manipulated it and said things like aliens exist or something. Oh, God. It was kind of like a parody. <laughs> and it was just showing how advanced this technology is. Now, imagine you use this advanced technology, but not with parodies, but to influence an election. It's crazy, honestly. And the amount of damage it can cause, you, you can't just mm. comprehend it. But... This tool, as you mentioned, Hani, will definitely benefit newsrooms and campaigns, uh, especially ahead of the U.S. elections. And it, what it does is basically, uh, for those of you who are wondering how can it detect if a video is real or not, what it does is detect features that are only unique to deepfakes. So this is not necessarily evident to the people looking at them, you know, the normal human eye, but it is definitely uh, something that a machine could do. So it will create a boundary between what's fake and what's real and analyze all of the footage to make sure that only the true footage is what you're being you're basically seeing now it is amazing omnia we're seeing ai technology being used to actually generate these fake videos and ai technology to catch the fake <laughs> videos and that's why we always talk about how important ai is in in our day and age because we're seeing it being used in a great way and we're seeing it being used in a bad way so let us know 4215 do thoughts have you ever stumbled upon a deep fake and what do you think about that robotic arm that does surgeries right here in the uae 4215 do thoughts or come to our instagram dms at pulse 95 radio let us know would you trust a robot to do surgery on you but coming up on future talk we're going to be speaking to elise tarvin who is the ceo of a finnish company that has been manufacturing furniture and offering interior solutions for learning and working that are a lot safer when it comes to fighting COVID-19. Keep Pulse95 locked. We'll be right back. You're listening to Pulse95. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnia Al-Saleh and Hany Balkis. Yes, you're listening to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. We are live on YouTube. We are currently streaming. And for all those who are tuning in to us right now, a very special shout out to you. But you can find us on YouTube, Pulse95 Radio, and you get to see the behind the scenes of what is happening in a Future Talk episode. But shout out to everyone tuning in. But a very special shout out to one of our youngest, two of our very young listeners of Future Talk. I think it's a six-year-old and an eight-year-old named Rayan and Jude who are currently tuning into us and we just want to give you all the love and support but let's move on shout out shout out to to these two (laughs) Um, but let's move on to talk a little bit about what are teachers and parents and students doing when it comes to distance learning but more specifically how tiktok could be used for the wrong reasons Yes, Omnia, we're talking about how a disability or people of determination activists have called out the viral new trend, which is new teacher prank. And this hashtag, I've actually seen it myself on TikTok, Mm -hmm. and they're calling it harmful and hurtful. Why is that? Well, let's get into it now. We are seeing that schools are reopening, and uh, this is the start of a new school semester across the globe, not only right here in the UAE. And we all know what TikTok is, and there's a new trend going on, a new prank. And I don't think it's a prank. It's, it's, it's a horrible prank. It is. But it's called hashtag the new teacher prank challenge. Now, it did involve parents tricking their children into believing that they were talking to the children's new teachers on a video call. The parent would then film the child's reaction as they look at an image of the new teacher. Now, the new teacher would be someone with a disability who didn't look uh, per se as as others. Yes. And so it, they looked it, a bit different, yes. but that doesn't make them any less human. And the thing is, uh, these 
people that were shown in the video were actually celebrities, uh, very known social media influencers who struggled with different diseases that made them look a little different to what many people would look like. And the issue is parents were actually making a parody out of this yes. when in reality we should be teaching our children how to accept mm. everyone no matter what yes. they look like or where they're from and mm. over the last two weeks the hashtag new teacher prank uh, has gone viral there is about mm. 16 million posts mm. of this and you have children's looking shocked in these videos you have children crying mm. others hiding their face while the parents laugh now now this trend frustrates me and, mm. and, and it, it gets me upset and mad now not all parents who went on that trend did it. Now, some parents did use morph pictures of themselves or another person making yeah. silly faces. But sadly, there was a lot of others who decided to feature people with physical deformalities. Now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we can't, a lot of people forget. And obviously, these parents, they're supposed to be adults. Now, I would believe that if you're a parent and you have a child who can comprehend, you're over the age of 30 years old. Now, you should know that people online are human beings as well. We see a lot of cyberbullying, and I am very anti-cyberbully. Mm -hmm. I do not like cyberbullying because, unfortunately, some people get super uh, cyberbullied to the point where they take their own life, and some of them do things because they think that they're not worth it. Now, someone with uh, a person with determination or people with determination, they already go through so much in their life, and to make fun of something that they have no control over, that is something that is a red line the, yeah. it, it crosses the red line for me and i do not condone any of these i, I mean it, it's just it's disgusting how some parents i'm your parents you're supposed to be a role model to your children you're supposed mm. to children are supposed to look up to you but in return what are you doing you're making fun of a person who cannot change the way they look i think the issue is uh, sometimes humor could be taken a little too far and this is what's been happening with this trend but the trend has also sparked a huge backlash on twitter there mm. were a lot of people mm. pointing out how damaging this challenge has been for all those who struggle or who we call right here in the uae people of mm. determination mm -hmm. for a reason we don't call them people with disabilities because what we may see as a disability could be some person's strength. And a lot of parents uh, were actually promoting bullying by following this trend and following this challenge. So we just want to remind everyone that it is not okay to judge people based on their physical appearance. And as I feel like as parents, as teachers, as you know, human beings, we do need to educate our children on how to be accepting of others regardless of what they look like we all may look a little different in our very own ways but that does not make us any less worthy of being loved and going back to talking about that cyberbullying in general i'm i'm very anti-cyberbullying and thankfully yeah. a lot of social media outlets are are, are battling cyberbullying we've seen it being took to twitter to Instagram and I believe Facebook is is following on that trend too mm -hmm. but remember these are real people just because you don't know them personally and you've seen them through a screen does not mean they don't have feelings Omnia we've seen celebrities with over 70 million followers complain about cyberbullying and this just puts things into perspective that no matter how famous you are no matter how much money you have okay these comments and feelings will affect you a lot of celebrities omnia say they will post and they don't read comments and this goes back to talking about the late chadwick bosman mm -hmm. now the late chadwick bosman who was the 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 actor for black panther mm -hmm. he was going through he was battling he was cancer going through a lot 
battling chemotherapy and he did put a post a video earlier this year i think it was talking about covid19 and how to be safe and take precautionary measures and a lot of people were making fun of him and they didn't know what he was going through now everyone in life is going through a battle not just because you don't know what that battle is doesn't mean you don't have to validate it and doesn't mean you shouldn't be uh, you, sh you shouldn't uh take care of their feelings or, or disregard their feelings everyone i am omnia is everyone in the world they're going through their own set of struggle and problems so always remember take care of what you say online spread positivity spread happiness because saying to someone hey have a good day could change their life you're definitely right about that and this is exactly what many parents have done on the opposite hand or on the other hand to help fight this trend so many parents were apologizing uh, they deleted the prank videos on tiktok and other social media users have also requested parents to stop participating in mm. this trend any further now we cannot deny that social media is a double-edged sword it could be used for good and it could be used for bad and the reason and the challenge is how do you choose to use the social media platforms let mm. us know 4215 do it a lot or slide into our dms at pulse 95 radio how have you seen this trend have you seen it harmful have you done it yourself and how do you help your children uh, basically get more educated on the fact that we should all be kind to any human being we see because you never know some disabilities are visible just like these there's physical disabilities but others are deep down and you can't mm. necessarily see mm. them there's a there's a fine line between humor yes. and making fun and bullying someone we're taking a short break but when we come back we're bringing you everything you need to know about antimicrobial coating yes indeed Pulse 95 this is future talk future talk future talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis Imagine having a piece of furniture that is made of a material that can disinfect itself. One that you won't have to constantly wipe down with disinfectant wipes to make sure that it is clean. Doesn't that sound like a dream come true in times like the ones that we are currently living in with COVID-19? This technology exists. It's not a far-fetched dream and it's called the antimicrobial technology. Joining us today is Elise Tarvin, who is the chief operating officer at Isco Interior, the Finnish company that has introduced this technology in many schools and classrooms right here in the UAE. Welcome to the show, Elise. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure having you. Now, Omni and I discovered antimicrobial technology. I believe it was last week Omni and I discovered it, and we were blown away about what this kind of type of technology can do. But could you tell us, explain to us, what is antimicrobial technology? Well, that, that is a good question and, and it would require an hour or two yeah. for, for us really to go through. But, but mm -hmm. if I try to put it in a nutshell, we are talking at ISCO of, of a very special and specific material technology where the qualities of selected material are improved. Mm -hmm. and, and how this is made, in our case, the improvement is made by, made by um, an additive um, based on silver ions that provide material with the ability to reduce different kinds of microbes mm. by mm -hmm. inhibiting their, their growth. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about a material that can basically do a few chemical reactions and disinfect itself from any microbes that are present on its surface. 
Exactly, you put it put it right. And, and uh, to simplify, we can consider this technology to be as a cleaner working 24-7, working tirelessly around the clock to improve the cleanliness of respective uh, space. Now, doesn't that sound like a dream come true? I mean, I'd love to have that as a kid in my office. Now, now, now the beauty of it is that it can be used in schools like we're seeing right here in the UAE. It's being used in schools because we know when you have so many classrooms and so many desks, mm-hmm. uh, it does. it's kind of a time time efficient just to have something to automatically clean and that's what antimicrobial uh this coating is doing yes indeed now uh, elise we want to ask you a question i think this is definitely possibly going through the minds of many people right now does using this technology mean that people should wash their hands or disinfect them any less well uh we see that there are three steps uh, for the indoor hygiene. First mm-hmm. of all, it, it's the good hand hygiene and washing the hands, even disinfecting your hands. Mm. And of course, you, you, you need to clean the, the spaces as you usually clean. Mm. But when we go down to microbes and those invisible elements, those harmful uh, bacteria and viruses, then we have this additional tool in in use if we only take it and it, it's like the you know the safety belt in our mm-hmm. cars mm. we fasten it just in case and and in 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 this case we, we believe that antimicrobial surfaces they really bring the value add they are complementary mm. to 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 uh, cleaning the the hands and uh, and the, the surfaces as well. So you still have to clean the desk. <laughs> ju- it's, a, it's a safety precaution. You it's have to an clean egg- your hands. The desk hands. will be clean. <laughs> hey, but it's going to automatically clean the desk. Now, uh, Omni was telling me, I believe last week, that you can actually make furniture out of this. Yes. Yes, and, and uh, why is cool? Plus collection is the first antimicrobial uh, furniture collection in the world. It mm. is that we can uh, provide the full variety. Mm-hmm. So it's not only the tabletops, but, but you can have the lacquers, the paints, even the fabrics. So it, it's it's about this holistic solution for, for any space, not only the schools, but, but also for co-working spaces, even to healthcare sector. Mm-hmm. So. So I, I, I think that this is the beauty beauty of it, that, that it's not only the tabletops, but, but overall the spaces. That's fantastic to hear. Um, and a question that comes to mind, especially now that a lot of schools right here in the UAE, uh, in different Emirates, have returned back to learning in classrooms. Some of the desks and the chairs have the material of the antimicrobial coating. So this makes sure that a lot of the students are as safe as possible. But can you talk to us a little bit about how much microbes can this material kill? And is it capable of getting rid of the COVID-19 virus on surfaces? Well, this is the hot question yes. <laughs> now, nowadays. Uh, but what we know by research, the whole technology we use is is, is very much research-driven and, and evidence-based. And what we know that the technology applies to over 650 different microbes. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, for example, uh, what comes to, to COVID-19, we know that, that for example, copper used as as a surface it applies Mm. fully even to COVID-19 and and of course it's known that silver ions uh, the technology we use is able to destroy uh, some of Mm. the uh, COVID type of uh, microbes and and viruses but but not necessarily COVID-19 and and why not Mm. it is because of the 
very strict safety and, and uh, security classifications, mm -hmm. uh, COVID-19 has, has not been yeah. allowed to commercial mm -hmm. testing in laboratories. Mm -hmm. so, so, but we have some indicators from the research that it might apply because it, it goes to, to apply mm -hmm. uh, to quite similar. Now, Elise, about, I, I want to go uh, back and talk about healthcare in the hospitals. Now, how did it reduce, how did antimicrobial technology reduce healthcare associated infections? Well, the hospitals and, and healthcare units, they are really the expert organizations mm. when it comes to infection control. Uh, but of course, there are the shared bases, reception areas, uh, counters, and, and so on, where the, this type of antimicrobial uh, contact surfaces really can make the, make the difference. Mm -hmm. And, and there, there has been international studies uh, carried out on, on, on these topics, and it has been observed uh, that when the main touch surfaces are changed uh, to antimicrobial, the amount of in infections have re reduced uh, from 20 to uh, 60 percent, depending on the study. Mm -hmm. A material that can disinfect itself. It's no longer a far-fetched dream. It has become a reality in Finland and luckily right here in the UAE. Coming up on Future Talk, we're going to be telling you all about the efficiency of the antimicrobial surfaces. Does it decay over time or is it a lifelong mm -hmm. self-disinfecting material. If you have any questions for Elise, please make sure you send them in at 4215-DOR-IT-TESALAT or sign into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. Yes, and we're taking a short break, so stay tuned right here only on Pulse95. You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse95. Pulse95. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Amiel Saleh and Henry Balkis. Imagine having a 24-7 cleaner, one that can work tirelessly and actively all year round. You don't have to charge them. They are not robotics and they are not a human cleaner. We're talking about one material that can disinfect itself. And that material is called the antimicrobial technology. Joining us today is Elise Tarveen, who is the chief operating officer at Isco Interior, the Finnish company that has actually introduced this form of tech in many schools right here in the UAE. Welcome to the show once again, Elise. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to have you. Now, a big question comes in mind when we're talking about this. Now, does the antimicrobial surface decay over time? Well, that is a quick question. And, and I'm really, really happy to, to <laughs> say that um, the technology we use uh, makes the antimicrobial surface efficient uh, throughout its lifespan. So as long as you have the material in place, uh, mm. the efficiency is there. Fantastic. So that means you never have to replace uh, the coating. You never have to replace that piece of furniture. As long as it's in a class, as long as it's being used, it is good to go when mm. it comes to disinfecting itself. Exactly. And, and because the additive is embedded into material, that's why this technology is so different than any spray or chemical mm. that, that you put on the surface and, and then you need to be careful with washing or renew it every now and then. Mm -hmm. But because it's uh, in the material, that, that makes it different and also long lasting. Now, that, now, that's a big peace of mind to know that for as long as that lifelong furniture is there you don't have to you can you have to clean it obviously but you don't have to disinfect it because it will do it all this all, all by itself uh, th yeah 
Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, because the disinfection is not needed, but of course you you need to to get the mechanical yes. mm -hmm. uh, mechanic dirt out from the, the the surfaces. But the disinfection as such is not needed. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Let's talk a little bit about the advantages that this form of technology has brought to many schools and learning environments. Now. We, we definitely witness a trend with students and kids especially whenever they start school. So during summer, they're feeling healthy, they're feeling strong. Mm. The minute the new academic year starts, children start to fall ill, whether it was the seasonal flu or whether it was something as dangerous as COVID-19. So how has using such a technology uh, reduced the number of absences between students and staff as well in a classroom? Yeah, you are you are right. We all know that uh, schools are full of high touch surfaces that are handled many times of the day by by various users, and this is where where the microbes uh, spread, both bacteria and, and and viruses. And by having the antimicrobial contact surfaces, you can you can reduce the number of harmful in infections, mm -hmm. and and of course it will then increase the overall well being. In, in schools as well. And it has even impact on the learning and academic uh, outcomes as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, what else What else now, do you ask now, for? <laughs> now, let, let, let's say this furniture was outside, for example, mm. on a patio, on a restaurant outside. Would that have the same effect or would it uh, affect the possibility or the outcome of uh, the disinfecting? Uh, well, actually, the technology is intermaterial. It's the same bacteria. Mm. It is the same viruses, the same microbes mm. that are outside and inside. And and the the mechanism is the same. It it's not depending on the the outdoor or indoor areas. Environment uh, the, the matter. Yeah, and and the growth conditions for the microbes that's different. Mm. And and that may have an impact to the time the the microbe eliminates. Mm -hmm. But but overall, the, the mechanism is the same. Well, Amazing. I love what you and your company are doing. It gives a big peace of mind. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> Especially because whenever we're looking at the statistics of how often do we touch our faces, how often do mm -hmm. uh, microbes tend to transfer from surfaces to our bodies? I mean, one shocking statistic is apparently humans touch their face about 23 times per hour. <laughs> I probably can, touch my like 70. <laughs> can you imagine how often do we touch our face per day? So uh, thank you so much, Elise, for joining us today educating us about how amazing such a form of technology would be once it's implemented in classrooms, on desks, chairs, in offices, meeting rooms. I mean, the options are endless. Thank you so much, Elise, for shedding light on this topic. Omni and I did talk about last week and it did intrigue us so much so we had to bring the professional herself <laughs> to come and give us a little bit of class and schooling us on the topic. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. It was such a pleasure and especially hear your enthusiasm. It's the same we share. Thank you so <laughs> Thank much. Thank you. Pleasure is all ours. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for lending us your ears for this hour. Future Talk is coming to an end, but our shows on Pulse95 mm -hmm. will definitely keep you entertained during your day because coming up is the halftime show. Yes, the only place to be at 3 T-minus 3 minutes <laughs> until the one and only Omar Adore comes and gives you everything you need to know about physical health, gut health, mental health, and everything in general to have a happy and long life. Yes, indeed. I mean, today's show is definitely going to be an exciting one because he immersed yes. himself in an ice bath. Can you imagine being in an ice bath for God knows how many minutes? We're I'm excited to hear about his experience, so you definitely should Text tune in Text us in, in 4215. Have you ever taken an ice bath? Let <laughs> uh, know what you guys' thoughts are. <laughs>
Yes, indeed. But we will see you once again, same time, same place, once again tomorrow at 2 p.m. Keep Pulse95 locked. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.